Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. All right, we're back. Episode 64, Boston's Big Podcast. We got a very special guest with us, Red Shades. <laughs> Red Shades, one of Boston's finest rappers. Uh, one of the driving forces behind, you know, the the rising hip hop scene around here. Uh, we're happy to have you. Welcome. Thank you for having me. How are you guys doing today? We're doing, doing pretty well. well. We're doing pretty well. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm excited. I love people that do their research, um, and I and I already know you guys are about it. So I can't wait to yes. see what type yes. of questions you guys have. Yeah. Well, yeah. So plenty I- of research. There was I plenty first, of research yeah. to be done. You you have a pretty extensive <laughs> not only not only music catalog, but you do a lot of other things. So we're excited to get into uh, it. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I first you saying, saw you at the Boston Music Awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, you were performing with Brandy Blaze this past year. And I was I remember like this is truth be told, this is my introduction to you. So I remember wow. saying like who was that person with the red sunglasses? And then he tells me, he's like, that's red shades. I was like, oh my goodness. So I first off had to say like, love the branding. That's fantastic. And thank you. my first question about that is when did it become red shades? Like, did you just have a favorite pair that you would wear a lot? Or is that like something you chose? So no, this dates all the way back to um, 2001. And I was like in the store, my aunt, she was babysitting me for my mom. And she told me that I was being good that day. She took me in the store and allowed me to like pick whatever gift I wanted. It was a hair store. For those that don't know, like in the hood, the hair stores have things that are not pertaining to hair um, at the front. So you can get like, you know, sunglasses, um, jewelry, all this type of stuff. So I seen um, these pair of red glasses there and I don't know, I I think it's divine order, but those stood out to me and I was like, can I please have these? They were these little small circle, all red, sunglasses and you know my nickname one of my nicknames is Shay uh so I was like I had a like a vast imagination when I was younger so I brought those home and I added this new person named Red Shades to the collection of people that I had on my label um because I had a karaoke machine so I was I was yeah this origin that is awesome yeah yeah yeah. so I used to make these mixtapes on the karaoke machines and I was like oh there's this new artist on the label her name's Red Shades check it out but then as I got older and more into my brand like red represents the fire and passion that I put into everything that I do and it also represents my aura the color of my aura which is a part of my branding and then shades represents not only my nickname but the vision and perspective that I put into my music because I'm always like telling a story or just giving my view on certain things so i made red shades and it just stuck that's perfect yeah, that's, awesome. that's yeah that is a great origin story yeah so, so speaking on the red thing you uh for promoting your new album you've been posting videos of studio sessions and you record in a red in red lighting right <laughs> yep do you always do that So no, so this is the thing, this is why this was special for me this time around, like, a lot of people would ask, they're like, hey, Red, you know, as far as when I'm out on the scene, they're like, I don't recognize you outside the glasses. They were like, you always got the glasses on. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's my name. So they're like, do you record um, with those glasses on? And I was like, you know what? I was like, no, I was like, I've never recorded with red shades on. Isn't that so weird? And then, Betty, I never record um, in red light. So you know, at, in my apartment, I have red light. So I'm pretty sure that some songs that I've written in the past have been unintentionally in red yeah. light. But I knew with the album rollout going forward, and this was all pre-COVID, that everybody that I invited over for the Aura sessions, they had to be in red light because I wanted them to bask in my magnetic aura and let the juices flow from that type of wavelength. Right. And then I, then I told my engineer, it just so happens he has the lights i was like get them red if you watch one of the videos i'm like get the lights red like you're playing around and we need them to record in red light yeah. so yeah That's so awesome. is magnetic aura um is that in addition to the name of of your album is that also like a, i'm not familiar with like i know there's like a whole different like listing of auras and what they do and all the chakras 
Yeah. Yeah. So I was curious, is that like something that directly you feel like is, I'm, I'm not sure is magnetic, like a certain type of thing. Like, is that something you feel like <laughs> that's what you chose or? So, so when I was coming up with the title of this album, uh, a lot of people, like before I was able to fully pursue my music career for, let me just give a disclaimer. I used to be a private flight attendant for the Boston Bruins. And wow. when, yeah, when I was, wow. <laughs> yeah, when, when I was flying, um, I couldn't really be indulged in the scene like that so a lot of people was like yeah you really gotta like go hard with your music because a lot of people gravitate towards you um you just have this like infectious personality so i'm like this okay magnetic magnetic and then that's so i was like i was like all right you know what because first it was like aura and then all that and i was like all right magnetic aura we're gonna do it but when i dropped this project I, nobody really knew who i was so right. it, it didn't get hot until like two three years later <laughs> oh that's yeah i mean that's a good exp everything uh, so far you haven't just like slapped names on things that's like always that's <laughs> it's I mean, well thought it, out it's calculated oh yeah it, it yeah. definitely is yeah for sure so your new album feel the aura is coming out july 27th yes uh how long did you work on this album how long of a process was it I say up to a year. Um, okay. In the past, like Magnetic Aura took five to seven years to make. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Chilling in the Shade EP was more of a therapeutic project for me that I had to do in order to do Feel the Aura. Okay. So yeah, I say I've been planning this for uh, since last summer. I always knew I was going to do Feel the Aura. I just, I don't force the content. So I right. didn't really know what direction I was going yet until about a year ago. Okay. So, uh, Oompa's featured on this album. Yes. We reviewed that track. Yeah. Um, we talked earlier about Brandy Blaze. Uh -huh. um, you know, and there's obviously this huge move movement in Boston, the Boston hip-hop scene with the female rappers. And, <laughs> and it's, it's you, it's Oompa, it's, it's Brandy Blaze, it's Dutch Rebel, it's, you know, Malia the Model. You could go on and on. Um, and you guys kind of all work together. Um, mm -hmm. how, did, how did that start? How did you all link up? You know what? It was very organic. Uh, the way I recall it is like I've always been like I have roots um, in Georgia as well. So that hospitality is always within me. And that yeah. video that you guys had pulled up, it ain't hard to tell. There's scenes from Georgia where I like grew up and, and okay. stayed at. Um, but anyway, I always sort of wanted to bring the community together, but it was very organic. I remember the summer of the late summer of 2018. Um, I had just got voted in to make it to the A3C festival. I'm not sure if you guys know that festival in Atlanta. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a big hit. Yeah. It's oh, a you, big he knows it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Nasty, Nasty was there. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. It's this big hip hop festival. And be, I guess like my name started buzzing around the city because, you know, not a lot of people from Boston make it into the festival, especially through that voting thing. Yeah. So um, um, reach, reaches out to me on Instagram and just like, hey, you know, Anson Raps put me on to you. Um, I, I'm putting together a show with another FMC by the name of Brandy Blaze. Would you be down to be a part of it? It would just be us three. So I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, at this point, I was in a moment where I was taking any show that I could because I was like, if I'm going to go hard this one last time, I want to reach a different audience. I was so shy and just like a bedroom rapper. So we do that show and um, shout out to um, the photographer. His name's Leo. He took a picture of me, Brandy Blaze, and Oomp. And literally from that moment to today, it was just like history. It was yep. history. Um, and then... I think we all vibed. We liked each other's vibe. So everything else just sort of happened. We didn't sit in a room like, all right, we're going to start working with all female rappers and we're going right. to push this agenda. It, it really just sort of just time and it just happened. And I think people were looking for something different and something new in the Absolutely. city. And when they realized we sort of all, all knew each other, it just, it's just dynamic. So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like it's fate. Everything kind of lined up there. Uh, yeah, I just think it, it was meant to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seems you like guys a got a great theme. thing going. I'm chalking it up to this aura. I think yeah, it's the aura. <laughs> it's the aura. That's, it's all about the that's aura. That's what I'm saying, because this could have happened years ago, but it didn't. It, it's happening right now, so this is this is the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely, and it sounds like the foundation's been laid in terms of, like, the meetings behind everything and your ability to perform. You probably have honed your craft, I feel like, over all that time. Like, I don't I, and you said so you, that you were uh, more of a bedroom rapper until you did some of those shows, so. 
it's kind of this it sounds like this is the like um emerging from the cocoon like as an artist it, it really is because uh, you know depending on how deep you get into my music i talk often about just my social anxiety and being you know pretty much scared to even be up there on stage but a lot of people don't believe me or they don't understand because i do morph into red shades when i'm up, when i'm up there mm -hmm. and i don't look nervous but like it's an internal thing and um so they, when they hear my music, they're like, what? I, I would have never guessed. So hmm. I feel like I was 50% of the reason um, of what held myself back in those earlier years because part of me wanted to pursue rap, but the other part was shy because I don't want all that like fame and tabloids and yeah. you know my business. That really turned me off. So I think around the time the Chillin' and Shade EP dropped, I started um, working on ways to to deal with that and it's been okay so far <laughs> nice so uh you announced well recently you were in a boston globe article you were one of five <laughs> black musicians speaking out about racism yeah um and i went back to look at when you announced your when your album was coming out because i knew it was around the time of the the george floyd you know thing that happened and mm -hmm. you uh, your announcement was a day before uh the george floyd killing and yep when that happened did you feel like you wanted to add anything to the album like did you that you wanted to um speak out about about that topic on the album or was everything set already so everything was set already and in that globe article i actually mentioned that there's a song on the album called bile the land up that is very timely um, yeah. with all this going on and that depending on how familiar you were with me, you probably would think that that was added, uh, you know, because of all these events going on. But, yeah, yeah. you know, I've been black my whole life. So like racism didn't start last week for me. So right, this exactly. song, you know what I mean? So like, yeah. yeah so and I were talking where before and we were like, she might already have had a song about that topic on the album, you know? So, yeah. So I don't right. necessarily, I can't say the song, the song is not, I don't, Fit, like I feel like every artist, they have, you know what, I'm, I feel led to make a song about this or that. So like mm. this song by the land up is not about police brutality. It's about taking back what's ours. Right. Um, and not in, and just as a people, as a human being, you know what I mean? So when you hear it, it's very clear. I'm very direct on the song and it's just like an empowerment um, type of song and that was already on there but this album is set in stone this was done five months ago yep. I'm not adding anything I, yeah, I yeah. right now it's all press runs I'm just so busy with promo and scheduling the, right. the event so mm, yeah yeah that makes sense and I, I had that that feeling that like we had mentioned that that topic had been touched upon because obviously nothing nothing new yeah, well, nothing yeah. New. unfortunately exactly. yeah exactly on it um how do you feel about, uh, I mean, obviously there's been a huge, there has been a huge uprising since that event. And how do you feel about the way Boston has, has reacted and with the protests and whatnot? So I'm looking at it from a couple of different views and perspectives on, on, um, as far as my artistic community, I feel like we've been doing a great job at Absolutely. showing camaraderie and support right. uh, and donations and whatever. Pe people are just looking for whatever ways they can do this. Articles shining light on us. I like that. It's not all about the trauma that they are trying to uplift the Black contributors in the city mm -hmm. and, and other minorities as well. Um, from, from probably like a federal standpoint or maybe like the, the state, um, it's, I have mixed reviews on that. There's, you know, I'm waiting to see how it all plays out when it all boils down. We need policy change. We need reform. We need, mm -hmm. um, abolition. We need a lot of those things and that's going to happen, you know, with the higher ups. But as far as yeah. the people, I'm very proud of what I'm seeing and how these organizations and, and creatives that we contribute to are, you know, having our back. So it, that, that is definitely a good thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the gears are turning for sure. Um, yeah. I, I actually um, did want to ask you. So yeah. at the beginning of this, we were looking at a video of yours from 10 years ago and it's, it says it was directed and edited uh, by you. And yeah. I, was, I was curious. Um, so I know you did film, you went to school for film and yeah. I'm curious, like how have you seen the, uh, the styles of film and like equipment that you've, 
used in the past 10 years like because that all that changes I feel like so quickly like how oh yeah have you have you chosen like a certain style camera and that's what you use like or do you are you bouncing around or is it constant upgrades I'm, I'm just like so yeah yeah it. no problem so let me just first say I'm way too busy to shoot my own stuff now so I rather pay other freelancers and and stuff to do that um but I do have a lot of my own equipment. So it's funny you asked back then that video that you're referencing was on a camcorder. Now, now I have two DSLRs. I got my light, my, my key lighting in the back. I have um, like a DJ. So I have a, a basically a production studio in my apartment. Um, so it's definitely improved because my first laptop that I was gifted was like this HP pavilion. And 2012 on, I, I work on nothing but Macs. So, um, and I'm a big, I'm an avid like Mac user and like, yeah, cause it has all the stuff that I need for this album, Feel the Aura. It, the, the reason why this project is so special to me is because I'm tapping back into all the things that I did 10 years ago. So I feel like a lot of personal things happened in my life. Um, and I sort of stepped away from, from things that made me, me. And I feel like this is my first time. I'm like, you know what? I do this stuff. I can edit. I can shoot. I can do all the stuff, take pictures. Let me do it again. So that's why with the campaign video that I did when I announced the album and all these aura sessions, I just did them. I was like, I'm not going to outsource. I'm just going to do it because it's going to get done when I want and they can't do it the way I want to do it. And I, I wanted that authenticity anyway. I didn't want this to be super cinematic. The videos will be, you know? Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think uh, I've sort of made this analogy before with uh, when it comes to just like production, even just with audio, uh, like sometimes you can't convey to somebody else exactly what you want. So you have to exactly. like have a hand in it. And since you have that technical knowledge of how to make the video how you want, like that, whether it takes more time or not, you're going to end up with what you wanted. So that is it's worth it in the end. It's definitely worth it. And I'm, I'm honing in on my skills more because I am, for those that don't know, I'm a video producer by day. So that's my job. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can we shout out, <laughs> can we shout out the, the production company? Or are you independent? Well, it's, um, it's, a tech, it's a tech company. So they're not even known for video. Nobody would oh, know okay. them anyway. <laughs> gotcha. I'm, in, I'm, I'm in tech. So. Oh, interesting. Nice. Same. Yeah. We're twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, staying on the video topic, you had a movie put together for the new album yes. uh, that got delayed because of the pandemic. Yep. But you're hoping to get that out eventually, right? It's going to get done. I have okay. like, if, if I don't do anything else before yeah. I leave music and transition into my other um, desires, I'm getting the movie out. We okay. had everything. I mean, you see in the video, but like we have yeah. everything ready to go. And all we needed to do was film you know, film the script, bring it to life. And then boom, <laughs> Right. they were like, you're not going anywhere. I'm like, damn, you know? So what were you hoping to capture with the video overall? Well, with the movie, the, the, the movie was called Feel the Aura Behind the Shades and it was going to take you, it, that's why I said delayed gratification is a constant um, term that I use because it was going to mm. show literally the beginning to the end of my music journey thus far. But certain, you know, I went through a lot of things and I guess, you know, my objective was to show people to hold tight um, and that life can throw you curveballs, but there's light at the end of the tunnel type thing but it was gonna literally just show how i got my name how i morphed into red shades and how i started doing all this different stuff um and literally it started from when i was a baby i, th I threw a little you know snippet in there of my third birthday party with barney and he was holding me up and uh, my dad used to rap so like i got all the all this started uh, like a long time ago and i just wanted to showcase that because i feel like i'm so private and I, but I, I talk a lot about my personal stuff in my music and I wanted to show that to my supporters and new fans as well. Yeah. That's awesome to peel back the covers a little bit and kind of show yeah. what's going on and, and how this came to be. And it makes the picture a lot more clear and more interesting when you, yeah. to, the, to the real fans, especially. Um, so actually I wanted to circle back a little bit. I should ask this before. <laughs> um, so we mentioned we have, uh, you have like a strong um, female presence in in boston right now and you guys all support each other and um and i know it's kind of been traditionally hip-hop has been more male dominated have you guys found um uh, was it always um were you always around did you know each other like from the jump or was it like um uh, did you find yourself sort of isolated in the beginning like in a 
in kind of like the male world and then you guys found each other yeah that i think okay. for <laughs> me i was i wasn't outside to begin with <laughs> so i don't i don't know where everybody else was at i didn't know any of these people that i i know now like i feel like in the last year and a half um i just met like thousands of people creators yeah. rappers singers like all this type of stuff and that's why on the first album there was nobody on it um cuz i didn't yeah. know anybody um and so <laughs> and and um but now yeah it sort of just happened we were all isolated I know I've heard um, stories that, you know, it was hard for certain people to get certain looks in the city. And we sort of it became DIY and demanded that respect. Yep. And now it looks like from the outside looking in that there's this whole big thing. But really, we were just trying to find our way and ended up finding it at the same time. Pioneers. Got to love yeah. it. That's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I had been curious about that just because I, I was always uh, the supports there now, but I was just kind of curious if it had always been there. And that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, a big record that you guys did last year, She Is Boston, with Nancy uh, and, and Lord Jew and Brandy Blaze. Yeah, yeah, oh, you got the sweatshirt on. I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how did that come together, and what was that like, you know, shooting the video? It looked like it was just, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of camaraderie. Yeah, shout out to Nancy. Shout out to Jay Hunt. Um, yeah. he, he's, he's a big reason for, for – um, you know, pushing me to the, the red shades that you know now. Um, yeah. She just reached out, Nancia reached out to us, I think, separately. Um, I didn't even think we knew we were all going to be on that track. Okay, but I really. think when people saw Tia Tamara with me and Brandy Blaze, mm -hmm. and I think we did another song, people were just like, oh, well, I want them on my record. And then, yeah. you know, that last minute, they're like, yeah, appreciate yeah. you. They were like, you know what? Well, we're going to keep throwing them on records. And they, you know, Jay, this was around my birthday and Jay hit me like, hey, we want to shoot a video. And I was like, all right, you know what? This could be something big. Let's do it. And people love the visuals because it, it showed the other Boston that people are not mm -hmm. familiar with. They never show. I'm like, this is when I watched that video. I'm like, this is the Boston I grew up in. This is Boston to me. I yeah. don't know about those other the things on TV, but that's yeah. Boston. So uh, it was nice. I think it was just a, a moment of like liberation for for people, and it was nice to see their city on the camera. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you performed. I think Owen might have mentioned this before. You performed at the BMAs with mm -hmm. Brandy Blaze. Shout out to Brandy. Yes. Yeah. For like forty well, seconds. <laughs> yeah. For, what was that like though? Being on stage at the House of Blues. You know what? This it's one of my favorite. For someone for someone who has social anxiety, also. Oh my gosh! Oh, I also so, have social anxiety, so I can imagine like being on a stage in front of that many people. Like I don't know. That's oh my! Crazy. So I don't <laughs> think so. The BAMS Fest and the BMAs has were the most amount of people that I've ever okay. performed for, like thousands. Yeah. I'm like. So we were backstage, literally. Um, v was losing her shit too. So I'm back there, and I'm like, you know, all I kept thinking was. This is B set. I want to do it the way that she wants it to go. Cause I know, you know, we're, we're both very particular in our stuff. I was like, I don't want to fuck this up. I only have 40 seconds. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> so I was like, so we went over like that. Cause see, when you're at the House of Blues, like it's timed and you got to be within that time frame and you have to know where to enter and where to exit and who to pass the mic to. So yeah. not only am I hoping to remember my lyrics, I'm like, okay, I got to know who to pass the mic to. And also I'm, fu I'm fucking shitting bricks. But the good thing <laughs> was when I walked out on stage, I wear red glasses so I can't see you guys anyway. And people go, right. Oh, I didn't even know. I, all I could see is red, but there was fog. So when I went out there, I felt like I was performing for me being DJ Washington. So I was like, "This." When I, but it did help that when I walked out, the whole room was screaming, and I was like, "Oh!" Yeah. It was just it was surreal. It was like mm. because when you when you hear, depending on who you talk to, when you hear people talk about Boston and its support, they speak from you know how Boston used to be. Right. Oh, there's no support and nobody's doing this right. and. You know, the era, the wave that I came up on, I'm like, I can't relate. I remember when it was That's like changing. that. I was like, but we we have so much support. I would be right. a fool to sit up here and say, Boston shows me no love. Like, Boston, right. like, has been holding me down. And that night just solidified, like, Boston as a whole. People that don't even know the areas that we're from were there, like, ah! Like, we right. were, like, the second coming. So, 
when I heard that, I was like, damn, I was like, I'm, we're really making some noise because they know who I am. And I was like, we did it. And it was just refreshing when I stepped off. But um, those moments right before every show is just like, do, 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 do. Yep. I'm like yep. shitting bricks. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said about like passing the mic off to the right person, like when you're yeah. thinking about that, like you could do that a million times, but then when it matters, you're like, oh, uh, you're like <laughs> right. it the wrong way. Exactly. Um, and you can't see it so dark. When we did sound check, it was bright. Nothing was there. You could see everything. And when it was showtime, we will, all we could see was like hands and fog like, ah, and drinks yeah. up in the air. I was like, right. Ah. Yeah. So. That was a that was an energetic evening. I we were in and out. We were right yeah. in front. Jack had a press pass. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I did. But, but I, like you said, though, like there there used to be kind of a lack of uh, support and camaraderie in the local hip hop scene, and that that night kind of encapsulated like what it's become and how we've kind of moved on. Exactly. From that. So and, people and people aren't like used Van to Buren, that. Seeing Van Buren's performance too, and how they were so energetic, and you know. It, the, that camaraderie is is definitely there's a bunch of different collectives like it's right. just crazy it's like you know it's just so much to get excited about because there's so much Absolutely. talent from not just boston but massachusetts new england you right. know so and everyone people who you know just consumers like us everyone's getting excited about it people who love music you know because we've never it, seen this we've never when seen have you it. seen this when have we've you never seen, seen this it here? we haven't really <laughs> been able to have pride in our our local hip-hop scene really before yeah you know, it's uh, it, it was always about New York and Atlanta and L.A. And, you know, for you us know. to kind of be building our own thing now, it's, it's great to see. And you're definitely yeah. a huge part of that, obviously. Thank you. I think to to be in the midst of it, like I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Like, I, I think I'm still trying to come to terms that, hey, I'm a part of this. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. one of the, the people, but I'm still in it. Like, I'm a fan first, you know, right. so I'm just like, <gasps> this is crazy. I've never seen it, you know? Um, yeah. But it, it, this is definitely cool. And one thing I'm noticing is that a lot of people's first time being hip to me is to be amazed, which is cool. Cause I'm like, so you remember me from that 42nd performance? I'm like, that's, that's dope. That's that awesome. Is, that really I would have said it was longer. I would have said you had a couple songs. For See? Some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I actually, I got there late. So I missed that performance. I'm pissed. Oh but man. Owen, yeah. Shame. But Owen, Owen was like, yeah, Brandy blaze brought out like, she had she had red shades on. I was like red shades. He's like, I don't know. Like, I was like, <laughs> that really was like so classic. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was great. That guessed, was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm mad. I missed that performance though. I gotta I gotta go to one of your shows. Yeah, the, yeah. Did you get to see the the video? Because um, shout out to Sando Films. He, yeah, I did see the video. It yeah, he's it he's crazy. the best. Yeah, Sando's the yeah Sando's awesome. Shout out yeah. to Sando. Yeah, that it looks pretty crazy. Um. So you did a uh, tiny desk submission mm -hmm. for self-care. Yeah, with my band, The Chalmers, yep. Yep. So uh, how, what made you decide to do that? It's sort of like my signature song at this point. So yeah. like during, this was also filmed right before quarantine hit. And um, now and around that time, people always go, you know, Reshe's self-K-18, it just speaks to me. Um, so it was called self-K-18 and beyond. But like this, now people hit me up like, this has been my quarantine song. This is my theme song. And it's something that I sort of leave for the end of my sets because it's sort of just like my anthem. And who can't relate to today? I don't want to do nothing. Right, um, so everybody's right. screaming it all drunk. And like, so it's just, <laughs> a, it's a good time. Uh, and so, yeah, I said, you know what? Let's do that song. Um, and also yeah. because we do a rock version of it a little bit and, and people love that in the crowd. So I was like, F it, let's do self-care. <laughs> so I have some questions about the band. Are you the charmers? The charmers. Yeah. yeah. Are you, this is something um, like, are you the lead vocalist for the charmers uh, aside from being red shades? Like I I'm unfamiliar with this. So are they a band that backs you when you play live? Yes, that. So what happened okay. was um, last year, I got accepted to perform at the BAMS Fest. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that is. It's the Boston Arts uh, and Soul Music Festival. Yeah. It's in Franklin Park. And that's what I was saying, aside from the BMAs, was my biggest performance. And I knew that if it, it was going to be a lot of people's first time seeing me live, whether you heard about me or not, that was a place where demographically, 
everybody was there. So from all walks of life. So I was like, I can't just go up there by myself. I said, I got to give them some razzle dazzle. So I, I put, I brought the band together. I was look at first I was just looking for a drummer and a keyboardist. Um, and then, you know, the way life worked, I kept booking like these college shows and I kept doing these gigs with DJ Troy Frost and DJ Troy Frost is my DJ now. And I was just like, Hey, you want to do the bands fest with me? So now we had three people. I'm like, damn, I need a vocalist. I ended up getting the vocalist and, um, Sam from Dorchester Art Project and Brain Arts Organization, he's my bassist. And uh, I brought, literally, if I tell you how that came together, you wouldn't believe me because it literally wasn't placed. Sort of just all just panned out. And then we realized that we had this like group chemistry. And I was like, hey, guy, you want to perform me again? So then we did So Far Boston. And then from there, I was just like, all right, y'all are the charmers. Like, where this is my band. I debuted them at the Bands Festival. And so every so I like to use them as a special treat. I don't always perform with the charmers. This is like, if you get to see us live, it's a special, you know, edition type of show. Do you guys ever session and like sort of vibe off of songs um, that you've rehearsed, like that are tight as far as like the studio playback goes? But then like, have you guys tried to, extend like the live set like I, i'm curious it does it um i i guess it depends on the type of musicians you're working with like are they able yeah to riff? yeah they were and so that's what we sort of did um when when we did self-care the first time we sort of riffed off into changing it into a completely different genre like it went from the hip-hop version of self-care to like this screamo type version of self-care and we were just playing but then yeah we were just playing and then but people that were watching the rehearsal was like no this is kind of fire so Mm -hmm. we were like all right let's do it um but yeah we play off too and then um when i did so far boston with the with the charmers um I performed a song that I never really performed live called No Resentment. And they sort of did their own thing with that too. That's a great song. That's a great song. I was listening to that one earlier. Thank you. Yeah. And do you play any instruments yourself? Are you trained in music like in that way? I'm not trained in music. When I was younger, I could play the keyboard by ear. I would hear certain tunes and I could go back and and play it, but I'd count that. That's that's nothing, nothing to to, uh, brag about. (laughs) Well, if you have the ear to do that, I'd say that's more than what 90% of people can do. So Yeah, true, and I used to make true. I used to make beats, you know, in my younger years, but I I think I just honed in more on my my songwriting with R&B and rap and and just stayed on that path. Yeah. Yeah. So you're a you're a youth mentor at the Hip Hop Transformation Program, right? Yes. So what is that exactly and what do you do? So the Hip Hop Transformation Program is a youth program that takes kids from Cambridge and beyond and pays them to be artists, basically. And we teach them about the history of hip hop and the different elements and uh, like depending on what their interests are. So we usually have a lot of rappers and singers that come in, but we have producers as well, aspiring producers or kids that they've been producing for years already. We've had dancers before. Um, and this year is going to be so different because this is the first year we're going to be virtual. So I'm really excited to see what this is like because we're now we're going to be teaching them how to record themselves, um, which I think, you know, is great because before, yeah. you know, we were teaching them how it is in the studio and how to, we have this app where we were showing them how to book studio time and you have right. to, we gave them like an allotted amount of time and you have to use it wisely. Um, so yeah, that that's what type of program it is. We basically show them how to be artists and I'm the artistic, I'm the artist development director. So I help them with stage presence, cadence on some of their songs and flows, how to like say it tight. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been rocking with them since 2016 as a volunteer. Okay. And then I think I came back as an advisor. And then last summer they were like, we want to hire you to the staff. Um, and now I'm the artist development director. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, forgive me if I missed it, but is that all ages? Um, so it's ages, I believe, 13 to 17 or 18. 
Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once you're an adult, get out of there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're on your own. <laughs> but so we've, we've produced so many great art. Like there's a couple of artists that they started at TWHT and now they're like just independent artists in the city getting press and doing their thing. So nice. That must Are you guys good. familiar? Yeah. Are you familiar with Tayshawn Taylor? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. He's from TWHT. That's okay. where I met him. That's yeah. awesome. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. He's dope. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. That must be rewarding seeing, seeing people, you know, that you mentored having success obviously yeah all right so, so um, quick movie pitch uh, okay you know how there was school of rock with jack mm-hmm. black yeah school of rap or, or something like that school of hip-hop and it would be so dope place. It yeah it's like pretty cool that would like, be awesome that would be awesome it is super dope too you want to know why because at the end so i forgot to mention for six weeks that's on top of learning the history of rap and stuff, they only get six weeks to create and write a whole entire album. And they have to memorize that album and they throw a big concert at the end of the the six weeks. And um, (laughs) they have to memorize it while they're making it. Yeah. Yes. And then, (laughs) and then local artists such as myself open up for them at the concert. So like last year they had Luke bars. Um, I'm on, I, I gave them a verse, so I had to perform with them out there. So we were like the the openers for, for the big TWHT, so. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It's gotta be surreal when you're young. I mean, I, if like maybe that could be someone's first time on stage and it feels mm-hmm. like I'm sure you draw some, like a pretty decent crowd. Like, so that's yeah. gonna be like a big feeling. Yeah, yeah I think, for I, sure. A lot of people's nieces are in the program of that are, you know, well-respected in, in the Boston scene. Oh, so we got the legacies. They probably yeah. both, both favored. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, so speaking of doing like the virtual thing, you, your album release party mm-hmm. is on July 26th, the day before the album comes out, and you're doing yeah. that virtually, right? Yes. Yeah, I had, to, I had no choice. Yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> well yeah. So uh, how, how was that? How was putting that together? And how do you think it's going to pan out, you know, being virtual? You know what? I'm I'm hoping for the best. How it panned out was it was like once I I think the reports started coming out like oh shit shutting down. Yeah. I was like oh man because originally I was gonna have this the movie premiere um, at Hibernian Hall in Dudley. Okay. And it was going to be this whole big thing um, in person, obviously. And so I was like, damn. Well, I don't want to. Um, just release the album. The rollout is important to me, especially now that I have eyes on me, I want to do it the right way. And I'm in global marketing at my, my day job. So I'm like, no, I got to capitalize off this. So again, going back to who I was 10 years ago, I had a virtual party before. So I was like, let's just do it, but let me do it the right way. So I got sponsors, um, shout out to the BAMS Fest and the Record Co. Um, And then Gigabit is a a live production company in Cambridge and they're going to live produce it for me. So we're just going to, you know, be regularly, you're sort of going to come into my aura for real, see how it's going on. And you get to hear from the engineer on what that process like was from his perspective, because a lot of people don't even and talk about that like you know yep. yeah i'm the rapper and everybody knows me but like if it wasn't for him these songs wouldn't even come out popping right. the way that they right. are and then the graphic designer for the album you know i just wanted this whole thing is about it seeing how it all came together yes and, yeah. and 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 now i have so like the boston community is so heavily featured on this project whether on it or in the behind the scenes and yep. that's so different from magnetic aura where nobody right <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's coming out the 27th, right? Yes. Field of Aura, 727. And, um, what are your, what are your plans for, well, we don't know when this thing's going to end, but (laughs) (laughs) you were obviously before the pandemic hit, you were putting on, you put on a lot of shows last year or you performed a lot last year. So, um, obviously you probably can't wait to get back on stage um mm. no yeah <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm enjoying this break i'll be you're enjoying the you. break okay. i'm enjoying the break i know a, a lot of my peers feel very different from me but like i was saying like this is calming down my social anxiety and i think i'm learning to just be you know and i'm yeah. glad i did everything in advance that i'm able a lot of my like logistical stuff with the album is virtual and via email and calls um so everybody just i feel like they went straight to performing 
virtually when this hit. And I was like, I want the break. I was tired because yeah. I was in demand so much that there was a, a offer for some type of show every time. And, and yeah, I can, I was declining some, but it was like, some of them were really good looks, but I still work a day jobs and I I'm very hands on right, right. in my career. So I'm tired. So when this happened, that, it's all about self care, right? It, it really is. And I, you got to <laughs> live what you rap about. And, yep. um, when this pandemic hit, like I didn't really do any virtual shows until Manifest Boston um, reached out for that collaboration. I sort of did my workshop again. Um, I did like a, a at home performance and then I just did one um, yesterday with WERS. But other than that, I've, I'm not doing shows. Um, I'm in the back doing all this other stuff, you know? Yeah. So have you been creating, you mentioned you have uh, basically like a whole production studio, um, in your apartment do you have like have you have you been putting stuff in the vault like or is this like a time to kind of just recenter yourself so both i mean i'm the one conking out all these visuals that go that tie into the album so that's still creating to me yeah, um yeah. i'm in i'm Absolutely. i'm collaborating with a couple of organizations creating videos for them that you'll see soon um you'll know and 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 this is sort of cool because i've never like brought my video side to to the music side as far as with other music organizations but that's happening um and i'm on so many features and they're for some reason they all come out around the same time making it look like i'm in the studio all at the same time and i'm not so i've been able to stay current without actually having to do much because i've did so much months ago right. i'm on like everybody's shit so just, i'm like just reaping the benefits gratification yeah exactly 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 that's what it's all about got to put in the work today and it, um and then it eventually adds up and then, you see the fruits of your labor you know exactly yeah yeah how does it feel when other local artists reach out to you for a verse if i like them it's great oh yeah <laughs> if i like, if right. I like them you know if i if i because a lot of people just be like oh let's collab collab and it's like hi well who are you first right right like, right do yeah. you know me do you know my music and right. have do we complement each other yeah. for me it's not really about like yeah i'm gonna get on everybody's song it's like do we complement each other um and would it sound right and stuff so but for the ones that i have chose to do i love all of them and they mm. they've been really great like the barrett with alfie and and, and giles and brandy yes. blaze like i that, that, that was so so dope oh it man. was that was got, like, fun. There are so many great artists on that album. Yeah, it was, that was fun. So like when yeah. I, I think I'm very selective in the ones I choose to do, but the ones I do are like a great time. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to double back because I think what you were asking me, like as far as with the shows, what did I have playing in terms of the album? I'm definitely going to do a Feel the Aura experience. Okay. Um, whenever I can. Again, right, that was, right. that was the whenever plan. That is, yeah. Whenever that is the good thing about, um, like my fans is like, they ride with my music all year long. Like I said, I'm still performing songs from the first album yeah. and people are still rocking with it. So I know that whenever things open back up, they'll be ready to hear it live, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. We're, uh, we're really waiting for that. I can't wait <laughs> for live <laughs> Thank shows, you. but I, and yeah, I mean, we'll have to, um, I'm a little, I guess, just so with that in mind, there, there's going to be probably like a huge backup of shows once this all comes back. I yeah, imagine it's, like yeah. all the things that had been scheduled and all the things people were planning to <laughs> Everybody's going to be trying to perform. <laughs> and that's, that's why I'm trying to lay low too. I want to see what's going right. to happen because I know it's going to be like overload. So I'm just going right. to wait my turn. Yeah. I'm going to wait and, and stuff like that. Um, but I have a question for, for both of you. And I know you guys are the interviews, but I used to do radio too. So okay, I wanted to know um, for you, Owen, when you first saw me and, and you researched, what's the first project you went to? Like where, how did, how did you get more familiar? Um, I went to your latest one. Um, okay. The, Chilling in the Shade? Yes. And okay. I went through, so I had heard... Oh my God. I'm going to, what is the one, what I'm looking at? I have it up right for here. For me, for me, it was chilling in the shade for sure. Oh, that's yeah. when you found out. When did you find out about me, Jack? Uh, probably 
God, it's sometime like early last year, I want to say. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's what I'm noticing for a lot of people is like right. when I started going harder, like stop being scared and started coming yeah. out. Most people is like the end of 2018, 2019. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. that's exactly when it was for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly when it was. And then ever since then, it's like your name's been popping up everywhere. You know? <laughs> that's so, what they've been saying. <laughs> right, right. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's what it's all about. Can't keep your keep your name in people's ears and yeah, yeah word of mouth yeah. word of the red mouth. the red shades thing really is genius marketing though it really is like <laughs> that, that really that'll stick that's one of my merch items too so when people come right. to the shows they got the red shades on so you oh, know perfect. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> so i just i wanted to say this the track in particular i was trying to name but for some reason it skipped my mind was old school r&b is what i was going to say <laughs> The one yeah, you were just, which one were you just playing right there? You played the beginning of it. Was oh, that You I Like did, It, I Love I, It? I clicked it by accident, but yes. That, that was You is, Like It, I Love It. That's probably my favorite song, honestly. For real? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So do yep. you, you like like crooner type songs and like like R&B type? I do. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. That one's just so smooth. Like, I, I love that track. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, that's why I was saying, um, that was a lot of people's first introduction uh, introduction to me so they might not be familiar that like i'm a vet like r&b is my favorite genre so okay, like yeah. i write that all the time and i love to link up with great vocalists that can bring my writing to to life yeah and you like it i love it was a song that i had written for a while and shout out to Kay. Um, I I was like, Hey, you know, and she's a songwriter herself, but I was like, I have this song. Can you like sing it this way? And she just like took it and blew it out the water. (laughs) And how did you, how did you link up with her? T double H T. Okay, there you go. <laughs> look, there you, you go. see, this wow. is this is a for real. I met her. There's actually a documentary too, but I, you know, I heard her singing in the hallway um during one of our breaks there uh four years ago. And I was like, I said, I'm gonna come back for you. And she yeah. said, she said, okay. And um we kept in touch and stuff. And I come back and then she was like, You never forgot about me. I was like, I I knew uh, that voice. <laughs> I said, yeah. I'm coming back. And this um, is a movie. This is the movie right here. Like, it exactly. really is. In the beginning, exactly. like class dismissed. You walk out, you're like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yes. Then, <laughs> oh my god. Then later That's exactly on, exactly how it oh was. And then if you look too, um, I don't know if you guys saw my video for Little Sabrina. Yep. Um, she is at the beginning of that. A, oh, okay. Everybody in that video, besides the the main two characters, are from T T. Everybody. Okay. Yeah. So I like to include them a lot. So. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That so, yeah, so I'm she, sorry she if you put had it out. Oh no, already. go ahead. Um, when did that program start? When was that like officially? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. I think they started. It was founded by the archetype in Darren Cordy. So you guys know the archetype, right? From Steel yep. Gold, yeah. Yep. Um, in 2013, I didn't come on until like a few years later. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So we hold it's held at like the bridge. Um, that everybody knows that. Um, right. But then uh, one of you, you mentioned old school R&B. Owen, was, yes. you said that that's that's your favorite song? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's funny. Yeah. So <laughs> People <far>. like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People love screaming that one. I don't want it. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would, yeah, that's definitely a good one to perform live, I'm sure. I love performing that one. Yeah. What's your favorite song to perform if you had to pick one? Old school R&B and, and Catch a Vibe. Okay. Catch that a Vibe's one, a good one. Yeah, Catch a Vibe gets people so lit. Um, yeah. But I'm, that's why I'm so excited for this new album to come out, because there's a lot of, like, like crowd screaming choruses on it. Like, just, it's a lot that's, of braggadocio. Yeah, a lot of talking shit. And I feel like um, this is the first time that I'm, like, comfortable in my growth and, like, just, you right. know, talking shit um yeah. so yeah there's a lot that's of a, it. that's a great feeling i'm sure <laughs> yeah, you know, yes. being in that in that position where you're like you know you can really be confident in yourself and, and express that in songs yeah and i've grown so i'm just right. like okay let's do it <laughs> right right and i realize you guys like that and i'm just like this is so funny i'm like uh, the music listeners the avid music listener i'm like yeah i'm gonna talk shit on the suit album they're like Whoa! they're yeah, like yeah right. i'm like okay cool yeah i do love that that edgy talk it's the best oh absolutely I, i'm noticing i'm like i guess so because i'm a fan you know of music too i'm like i do like when people talk shit so i get it because because when you bump that music it kind of makes you it, it gives you a little bit of confidence you know what i mean like when you're, you're driving in the car listening to somebody like talk shit 
and you're just like you you kind yeah. of start to feel that way. Yeah, you're like, like oh, it's yeah. me. Right, right, exactly. So I definitely I definitely showcase that on this. So you know, when we do a follow up, you guys are gonna be like, Red, yeah, this one's speaking to me here. So. <laughs> <laughs> word, word. Perfect. Yeah. I um yeah, I love those songs that are just like so vibey. Like when you're just bouncing the whole time, it's the best. Yeah, I love Hot that energy. too. Mm-hmm. And um, but like you mentioned, like when the crowd is repeating back your chorus, I feel like mm-hmm. you can like manufacture the song that way. Like kind of when you center, like that hits right then, and that's like where that energy comes. And I feel like certain songs are directed more towards live performances. Mm-hmm. We actually saw um, there was an example of that at the BMAs. We saw uh, another artist did they um, played a song where it just was like it hit so hard and I went mm-hmm. and found the studio track and it didn't hit the same on the studio track. And I remember I, thinking like, this is a live song. This is better it. live. Yeah. 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 Yep. Cause it's For one sure. of those hooks where, where everyone sings and when you, when you don't get everyone singing, it's not the same effect, you know? Exactly. Yep. It really did. The crowd like made that song better. And I remember realizing like, Oh my God. Cause it wasn't even, it wasn't a particularly complicated chorus. So like people got it pretty quickly, even if they didn't know it. So mm-hmm. I mean that, that like plays to your favor when you're at somewhere where maybe not everybody knows you at an award show. So it was, yeah. um, exactly. It was pretty, pretty cool. So I don't know. I just like to think about that kind of stuff when it comes to um, songs and the types of vibe that you might be thinking about when you're trying to put it together. Yeah, and it's funny you mentioned that too. Like the Tia Tamara song has no chorus. Um, and and me and Brandy sort of just did that, like just shooting the shit, playing around. But when we perform this song live, people go bananas, and we're looking like, "Thank you," but like, what? We're like, cause yeah. there's there's no chorus to even sing along to. So the fact that everybody's singing the lyrics and but talking uh, but it's an talking energetic about, song though and we're talking a lot of shit a lot song. of shit it's, it's a, yeah exactly that gets so, people hyped. Oh, that yeah. gets people yeah, hyped. yeah really so and it's the beat the beat's kind of crazy too we just took is. it from rico nasty and, and 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 them and uh we just yeah. yeah made it into our own yeah yeah it's the video is fire too thank you shout oh, out to jay hunt again jay yeah. hunt again yeah yeah yep. so you did say that you don't um like you you're educated in film but you don't necessarily do your own um work just because like of how busy you are so you'll outsource that work do you Mm -hmm. find yourself uh, having like an extra hand in it than a typical artist would oh absolutely okay so you're you have a lot yeah when i reach out to them i'm like look just so you know um i'm a film and video part like i know this terminology and that's why jay loves shooting videos with me because we'll talk in film language and the other artist like, what are y'all talking about? I'm like, yeah, so you'll pan here. I said, we'll do the aerial shot. And then we're going to come down and do And they're like, mm, okay, sounds great. And uh, for <laughs> yep. me, I'm like, you know, I write the treatment. So usually when I come to them, I'm laying it all out for you. I just need you to be the DP, which is the director of photography for people that don't know. Yeah, mm. so. Yeah, that makes sense. And it's probably, like we said before, with you having control, like when you take a little more time to do all that work on your own, Mm-hmm. Um, you probably get a little more of what you want than the average person would because you can tell them exactly yeah. what you're looking for. So that is yeah. pretty good. Yeah, and I have to say that video, um, I was going to ask if you um, had produced it yourself because it, it did look like, I just loved the visuals, like with the lights in the background and you could see like the graffiti <laughs> on the ground. It was like such, all the feels were in the right spot. So I was like, I had a feeling that you, yeah. that you, you must have picked all that anyways, but it was just, it was yeah, really no, good. Jay Hunt, you know what we said, you know, we hit him up. Well, he hit me up like, you have to shoot a video for this because at the time, this was just a freestyle I put on Instagram, just like I rap into the beat and everybody went crazy for it. And um, Brandy was like, hey, I wrote something to it too. We should do it together. So at that time, Jay Hunt was like, you need to shoot a video for this free verse. I'm like, it's not even recorded. Record it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Okay. B hits me up and I'm like, well, Jay wants me to shoot a video. So let's go record this and let's shoot the video. All right. Boom, boom, boom. The rest is history. We said, we're going to shoot it at the Quarries in Quincy. We did it. He brought all these lights out. We had help from Amanda Shea and free and Nancy was on set. And it just, somebody told my best description of that is an article said it reminded them of a black mirror episode. And now when I go back and watch it, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, and it looks good. It's just dark. It's black with lights. I love it. That's yeah, awesome. And it, it, it definitely matched the song. So it's it yeah. perfect. Yeah, for sure. Still. So, uh, 
you mentioned you got into music at a really young age. You had your karaoke machine. Mm-hmm. Um, who were your early influences or who were your, some of your favorite artists growing up? Growing up, it was Nas, AZ, Lil yep. Kim, um, Lauren, Big Pun. I could keep yep. going. Aaliyah yeah. is like in all general. Legends, legends. Uh, yeah, Aaliyah is like my favorite artist of all okay. time. Okay. Okay. Um, so I always mention her in my music. I'm always posting pit like you'll if you pay attention, you'll see all that and hear all those references and stuff. Um yep. Missy Elliott, oh yep. crazy. Yep. I love Missy Elliott. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. She's uh, the best. Who do you, who do you like nowadays? <laughs> nowadays? Nowadays, I like a lot. So there's so many artists out, by the way. So, uh, yeah, like, I might like name it's almost some. Too much. It's almost too much, so. And it's kind of reminiscent of the 90s where there was literally so many camps, so many artists. Everybody had a different favorite artist. Right. But, but now, right, we I, have, now we have, like, social media and everything where it's, like, all these artists have a way to get their music out there. So it's, like... <sighs> There's too many to name. <laughs> it's too many to name. For me, right. um, I really love Rico Nasty, Baby okay. Mother. Um, I like uh, J. Cole, obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah. Kendrick. Uh, I listen to, so I got to see their songs. I think when I when you ask me about the new people, it's definitely always going to be like a Rico Nasty, Baby Mother. And I like, oh, Cupcake. I like um, J.I.D., yeah, uh, uh, I like TDE, the whole TDE. I like the whole yeah. Dreamville. Um, but yeah, those are some of the first names that, that come about. Yeah, for sure. Word. Um, another artist we've had on recently, well, a couple months ago, C4. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he brought you up at some point during the episode. Uh, when did you first discover him and, and you know, how did, that, how did that happen? What a great story. So <laughs> three years ago. I was doing my very first festival in Boston. It was in Faneuil Hall. It's the Boston Green Fest. My friends are also a part of my street team. They were like, hey, our high school friend is throwing this um, launch event in, in Roxbury. Let's just go over there. Okay. We all pack up the stuff. We go there. And there's this little 15, 16-year-old boy about to get up on stage and his energy the same one that you see now is the same energy yeah. he had then. And I was like, wait a minute. You know, when you see something different and you're just like, wait, this is, this is somebody that absolutely that has something. So we're watching him. And my friend that was there, she's very picky with artists too. And was like, Oh, I love him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it was just, it was just so captivating. It was just so powerful and heartfelt. And yeah. so I usually don't like to perform like on the spot, uh, especially since I just performed and I, I got stood up that day too. Like I was supposed to have somebody else perform with me and they, and I wasn't used to performing by myself in a long while at that point. So when they asked me to perform at the second event, I was like, eh, no, I get up there. I end up performing C4 loved what he saw. Mm -hmm. So he comes up to me and I'm like, well, I'm a fan of you now. So, Hey, and we, and we met like that. And then he just dove into the Boston scene yeah, and we sort of was coming up at the same time. Um, and we've kept in touch ever since. And so I had him open up for me at my release party for the Chillin' and Shady P last, yeah. last year. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. So you both kind of linked up right before you both started to take off. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was like so dope because that's the, I'll never forget the first time I seen C4 and I'm glad it was yeah. like live. It wasn't like, Oh, I met him and he said, Oh, I do music. I seen him live. Right. But yeah. You saw what he could do right away. Yeah, he, right uh, away. He, he first pops. time I heard him was when he was 17 probably. And I was like, I couldn't believe he was only 17. Yes. He's incredible. Yeah, man. He he's has just, like he's been here before. Soul. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying that he's been he here before. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sure. there's a few, I forget, I think it's on video, the performance where he's just like covered in sweat. I mean, it's more than one performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shirt, shirt off. We talked shirt about that in podcast. We were like, why are you so sweaty? <laughs> Energy. Really but no, he was, he, he really screaming. puts his all into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah he puts his uh, all in it. He's and a he's, natural, like he's a natural born artist. Like that's just what he is. Natural performer and, and right. he's, um, and he's appreciative and he, and he gives love out to other people, yeah. you know? And so I've really, um, I'm excited to see where his career takes him yeah absolutely 
or some other. He was uh, just he was just actually in the globe in the same globe with in, the, in that article. I saw <laughs> yeah. that. I saw he was that. in a separate article. Yeah. In yeah. the same paper. Oh, in the in the same. It was a different article. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, different I saw article, a clip but of that. same. He was looking for himself in the newspaper and goes red, like because I wrote him separately. It's like, hey, I'm proud of you. I saw your article, and he's like, I'm looking for my article, and here you go, right here on this article. And I'm like, <laughs> that's you <know>. great. That's <laughs> great. Hey, Boston's yeah. coming up. Yeah, for sure. really, Big and time. not just with music, with you know, artivism and activism, and you know, yep. all type of stuff. So absolutely. Yeah, and I know C Four's been out there. Like every, um, I mean, he's been performing and speaking, and that's been, I mean, a big thing for him lately, especially with what's been in going the news. on. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. and like we were saying, it's not a new issue, but it's being tackled head on right now. So, yeah, it is. Um, and Absolutely. he's been out there on the front line. So, gotta appreciate that. Shout out C Four. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, good seeing young. C4. It's good seeing young kids take a stand. You know. Yeah, for sure. The younger sure. generation, and he's definitely. Yeah, he's definitely doing that. He's he's wise beyond his years. Oh, C4. for sure. Yep. <laughs> what else uh, we so got? If you were to put on a show, um, like it, let's say if it were to happen, and you could lot, you could pick everyone on it. Uh, who do you do you have any ideas right now? Like just anybody, or like from like locally? I guess in both both you, could we do two locally and yeah. anywhere? <laughs> and so if I was curating a show, like yeah. I'm not even in the lineup, I'm just putting together a show. You can count yourself. You could be in the lineup. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely getting C4, Brandy yep. Blaze, um, Oomp Cake Swag, Rayel. Tayshawn, Taylor. I, I got a whole, I'm an A&R low key. Like, yeah. so I know a bunch of, I, Van Buren, period. Yes. Um, yes. I love all of them. Um, OG Collective. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with them, but they're, please get familiar. They are a powerhouse because they not only, they're producers and artists and musicians. Okay. It's like, they remind me of like ASAP Mob. See, every time I think I know everyone, somebody brings something up, and I'm There's just like, something oh, I'm else up. <laughs> well, guess right. guess what? I'm You'll get to behind. hear their production on my album, and okay. so if when you see when you if you are the type of fans that look at the credits, you'll know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Their music cool. is fire. Yeah. Word. Um. So definitely for that. Um. For like in general, if I was doing a concert, is this dead or alive? It could be, yeah, okay. yeah of all time. Let's do it. Oh, wow. It's going to be a hell of a show. Oh, hell yeah, because <laughs> everybody I just named to open for these yep. people I'm about to name. Um, okay. <laughs> definitely Aaliyah, obviously, Missy Elliott, Busta Rhymes, Wu-Tang, um, the old Lauren Hill, um, Oh, Queen Latifah, yeah, oh, the one that comes on time and like can sing. Yeah, I've, I've heard like, she's been. Yeah, <laughs> and then um, Queen Latifah, just so many people. The locks, oh man. Yep. Bad boy. Okay, so just yep. like yeah. <laughs> so the greatest concert of all time, basically. The greatest concert of all, because I'm I'm a '90s baby, so I'd be yeah. good in my life. I don't even want to perform at this show. I just want right. to be in the crowd. <laughs> Absolutely, right. yeah, totally respect it. <laughs> But you're running it, so maybe you gotta like watch tickets and stuff. So I don't know. No, no, no. You can I'm get a, other people to do that. I'm gonna pay yeah. people to do that. Right. I'm gonna there be in the go. crowd in the front. Yeah. Very yeah. true. Very true. What was I yeah. thinking? <laughs> um, no, that's exciting. No, I mean, I just always, I'm always, I feel like we we do ask that question like a fair amount because it's always different it seems i mean pretty mm-hmm. vastly and people that's like have- one of the basic questions that i ask like every person every artist that we have on is like who their favorite artists are because i feel like that's just something we need to know you know it's yeah, like <laughs> you know um i i like to always also tell too because sometimes like I can take influence from an artist that's not necessarily my favorite. I think I take bits and pieces, but as far as my flow, because it's funny, a lot of people don't ever ask me this question, like, who do you credit as to how your flow is the way it is? And it's definitely, um, a lot of people don't give him credit, but I, like I mentioned before, AZ, he, if you know Nas, you know AZ. Uh, yes. Um, and then AZ and, unfortunately kind of lived in Nas's shadow a little bit. Yeah. But he, but he, he should have been bigger. He, he was, was nasty. nasty. And then yeah. big pun. And when we're talking about multi syllable rhyme schemes and big, diction, nobody can spit like big pun. Like, yeah. Though I take yeah. influence from them. 
Um, and okay. that's why my flow goes so crazy on certain yes. songs because I'm rapping to that makes the sense. beat and the breakdown. That makes yeah. sense. You switch yeah. your flow a lot. You, yeah, you I can't even help it. it. Down. It's dope though. Like that's, Thank you. that's, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. What else we got? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, we we don't we don't need to keep you. I mean, I think. Yeah, no, it's been like an hour. We we won't. Yeah, keep well, this long, was great. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, no I yeah. mean. Thank uh, you for coming on. We appreciate it. This was fun. Thanks for having me, and and I love, like I said, when people do research because it just makes it that much better. We try. Um, we try. Yeah, and thank you guys for supporting. I see the playlist. I see everything. Um, and just keep continuing to do that. And hope you hope to see you guys at the virtual release party. And hope Absolutely. you guys enjoy the album. Yeah. Yeah, we can't wait for the album. Thank Feel you. the aura, July twenty seventh. Yes. Red and, Shades. Yeah, Red Shades on all social media. Anything in particular? At Red Shades One, right? Yes, you got it. <laughs> I got it. All right. <laughs> Red right. Shades one. Ch- Chilling in the shade.com. No G. Chilling in the shade.com. All mm-hmm. right. Perfect. No G. Mm-hmm. That's where you can find everything. Follow Red yeah. Shades. Listen mm-hmm. to her music. Look out for the album coming out. Come to the virtual album release party on 726. And, and check uh, in every Sunday until then for new pieces of the album. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks right. again, Red Shades. Thank you guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.